Whoa! That's why they have me on here. Welcome to Twitch Shadows Podcast, Podcast, Podcast. Hey, hey guys, <laughs> this is our, uh, our our last episode of the year. Ring, ding, ding. You guys don't have to get any more lit tweets from us. You don't. You, you <laughs> can go back to not listening to us. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, all one of you can go back to doing what you do. So we are going to stop for the for our season. This is the end of the season for us. Yes. And we will be back uh, sometime in January yes. with all of our lovely guests. And speaking of guests, we were supposed to have three special guests, but unfortunately they couldn't make it out here. So now we have the best guest of all. We have my girlfriend. Okay. And also Marina. our team's graphic designer. Yeah. And if you guys like that Star Wars Maltese Falcon, <laughs> that was her. That was my yep. shit post. So if any of the pictures like on our Instagram look bad, well, you know who to uh who did it. Mm. Well, I'm very glad to be here with these fantastic hosts that remember all of their guests' names so very well. Well, yeah, how's everybody doing? Uh, did you guys watch any movies this week, Kylie? Did you watch a movie, being our <sighs> guest? No. Well, uh, well, we watched The Nightmare Before Christmas. On no, Halloween. for Halloween. Yeah. All right, well, let me ask you this, Kylie, since uh, you are on the show and we don't really get to hear from you, uh, people get to hear of you. So why don't you tell us uh, what was one of your best pick or films this year? Oh, jeez. Favorite uh, film, worst film. And if you fail, we kill you. Uh, <laughs> I got the gun ready, buddy. I, I, kind of, I kind of forgot a lot of the movies that came out this year. If it uh, starts with an A and ends with a Vengeance. <laughs> no, God, no. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but no. <laughs> Did you cry when Tony Stark died? No, because I saw a spoiler, so I, I already knew, so that kind of took away. Did you cry when Peter Parker cried harder than Tony Stark's wife? Mm. She's like, I got all them, <laughs> I got all them money, bitches. She's like, inheritance. Uh, she instantly became the richest woman. <laughs> is is that how a woman becomes rich? <laughs> yeah, oh, historically, oh. yes. See, um, that wasn't an insult. Yes, I was not, being very historically accurate. Jeff Bezos' wife, when they got divorced, she no. became like the ninth richest well, person. In her defense, though, they said she did start the company alongside him. Like, she was heavily yeah. involved. Yeah, I mean, he was, like, broke when they married. and Oh, I'm not saying yeah. that. I mean, he has enough to go around. He, he does. <laughs> if he gets cut in half, it's not a big deal. Well, what Anyhow. I'm saying is, is I think it's He's an still the richest man in the what world. What I'm saying is I think it's just interesting that they got divorced and she, they instantly become, like, they're still like the yeah. richest people ever. Like that's yeah, so, the amount of and wealth is so gross. And losing that much didn't lower him. So to back like to second richest. So back to movies, there, Kylie. <sighs> I'm. A, Did you see the Jeff Bezos biotopic? No. Called, what's up, Jeff? <laughs> Directed by Tom Casper and Steven Seagal. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. One. I mean Tejas. <laughs> Little known indie feature. Uh, yeah, I'm forgetting, like, all the movies that came out in the first half of the year. That's why I'm kind of racking my brain, because I know... Uh, Avengers no. Infinity War? Did that come out this year? No, no. Endgame. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Captain the Marvel Joker. came out this year. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Which, I love the movie, but not, not number one. Uh, Book Smart. Joker was good. Joker. Hustlers. Once Upon a Time was good. Hustlers. <laughs> did not see that. Uh, my family, I think that's what it's called. Hmm? The Asian movie about her family. 
Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't it my family? Yeah, the breakfast cereal girl. What's her name? <laughs> Aquafina. Aquafina. Breakfast cereal. What the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Did mm. Velvet, Velvet Revolver Buzzsaw come out this year? Yes. Really did it? it? Yeah. Oh, God. Why are you walk, rocking back and forth like Ray Charles, buddy? Because <laughs> I. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I you saw a list recently of. Take a drive with me, baby. Like movies that really were released this year. You see, oh, but I can't have a lot remember. Of sex with your butthole, baby. If you okay. just squeeze it, tight. you don't have to pick the best movie. Just what's the best movie you could think of? Uh, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so give me a goddamn movie. Literally, all I can think of is like. Did you watch Rosemary's Baby? Yeah, but that didn't that come out this count. year. That's a best movie. That's clearly the winner. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. All I can think of is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Joker. And I feel like they're pretty similar, like, quality-wise for me and enjoyment-wise. Did you just compare the Joker to Once Upon a Time? I feel so insulted for Quentin Tarantino mm, right now. It wasn't his best film for me. Even it at wasn't. his worst film. It wasn't his worst film either. Uh, just, like, personal enjoyment. Once Upon a Time, I think, was an objectively better movie. I think I just enjoyed Joker from... A- a comic book fan standpoint. Nice. So what was the worst movie you saw? How about ever? Because I'm not sure if you could pick one this year. Alright. See? I'm not gonna... See what I mean? not gonna go with uh, any of the words that we... Oh, shit! Uh, worst movie... I I don't know, because a lot of times... You love movies that much, there ain't no worst movie for you. No, no, no. <laughs> Once I start watching a movie that's that bad i'll just turn it off like that i'm wh- pretty sure there's still a movie you made it through that you were like man that sucked what was that movie that we started watching with the john other travolta night? but you didn't oh. finish watching it yeah okay did you not watch all of the john travolta okay. lip biscuit movies? that's fair what was the name of that movie the uh, lip biscuit the fanatic the fanatic okay that's the worst movie this year that i've made it it was through. called the nookie it's probably <laughs> the worst movie that i've made it through Ever. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> it's uh, bad. The only room the the only thing that might be worse is the room, but that's so bad it's funny. The fanatic is bad. Yeah. It's, it's like not it's quite bad, bad Didn't enough you to be see funny. The Justice League? That I wasn't agree. This year. I think, that wasn't this year. And I but, erased that from I my mind. I said the worst movie. That's true. That movie was so bad, I erased it from my memory. I can't tell you a single thing that happened in that movie. Don't worry, no one can. That's why they made the Joker. Like, yeah, yeah, is it Batman in the 80s? All right. How about you, buddy? What was the best movie you saw this year? Uh, This year? Well, I didn't see your favorite movie this year. Now, we're saying movies that came out this year, right? Yes, 2019 movies. Uh, Yeah, probably would have to be Once Upon a Time, I think. Okay. So far? What else would there be that are contenders? That's it. Right? Did you guys like Midsummer? You guys watched Midsummer oh. twice without me. No, I saw it twice. You saw it twice without me. I only saw it once. He only saw All it right, once. You're off the hook, Tom. <laughs> um, no, Midsummer was entertaining. It was good because I think Ari Aster is pretty good, but it was, eh, it wasn't the best. Okay. Like I think Once Upon a Time was much better. Mm. I hate saying that because I, I, I don't. It feels gross, but yeah, I think it was better. Mm. Feels disrespectful to say. All that. right, what was the worst one, buddy? 
Of this year? Yeah. And why was it Avengers Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> Worst one. I mean, we didn't see The Fanatic. That was pretty bad. Did that actually come out this year? Yes. Mm. Oh, you know what? Probably the worst movie I saw this year was the uh, Olympus Fallen. Oh, you saw that? Yeah, I, I, it was so bad I didn't even tell you. <laughs> the, 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 the triple, the trilogy ender or yeah. whatever? There's yeah. a third one? That's the third one. Oh. Yeah, there was a third one. And a surprise sleeper hit that I thought was really good was Crawl. Oh, okay. I think it's just a like good little oh, movie. Yeah. So, buddy, what about you? What's your favorite movie of the Parasite. year? Parasite. Ah! Parasite. Parasite. God damn, that's a good movie. I would say you guys fell asleep watching yeah. it, um, but you guys should wake back up <laughs> and watch that movie. God yeah. damn, it was super good. I do want to finish because I was intrigued, it, right? I was just really tired. And you were saying it was like Criterion level, right? Oh, yeah. Really? It is. It, I, because after I was watching it, I kind of more realized what the movie was about. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's really good. I was pretty I was pretty gone when we were watching it. Yeah. But yeah. man, it was great. It was Well, like I've been saying for a while, I think Koreans are making the best cinema right now. Yeah, dude. Korea and Mexico. Yeah, Korea and Mexico. There's like a duel between, <laughs> between them. That movie they did. must fight to the death now. It kept me on its it kept me on my toes. Because I, I really went into that knowing nothing about it. So I had yeah. no idea what kind of movie it, it was. It kept her so much on her toes, she fell off them and went right <laughs> to sleep. Yeah. Well, I mean, it did, you know, reading subtitles, you know, get a little <laughs> sleepy when you're reading. It's pretty, yeah, late at can, night. that can be pretty tough. <laughs> they were just too fast for me. I was like, I can't keep up. It was, uh, it was pretty story. fast-paced. Yeah. And... Just yeah, I I didn't know what to expect. I was like, is this a horror movie or a comedy a little... or what? Oh, is it's this? kind of everything. I might have been a little too light in the head for that movie. Oh, you, if you gotta know watch. What I mean. mm. I'm gonna say this: you have to, you guys have to watch it before Oscar season. Yeah, because it's gonna be on there anyway. Absolutely. But what? So what do you think it'll get? Foreign or best picture? It should get best picture, but it's only gonna mm. get best foreign picture, right? Because so else, because and then the Joker's gonna get best picture. There's like a, there's a stipulation. Yeah, I actually could see that. I bet you. There's a stipulation for best picture. It has to have had some sort of theatrical run in Los Angeles. Well, yeah. So did Roma. Yeah, but did Parasite have a theatrical run here? Yeah, it's in theaters right now. Is it okay? Yeah. How do you okay. think we saw it? Yeah, that's how we saw it. Duh. But a U.S. theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's only in theaters. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> it's in theaters right now. Nobody here does anything illegal. No. Absolutely. Put those drugs away, Steven. Hey! <laughs> so what was the worst movie you've seen this year? And don't you say The Fanatic, because that's our movie. John Wick Chapter 3. <laughs> oh, I thought you might say that. I can't think of a movie that I just really just didn't like. Wait, hold on. John Wick 3 or uh, Brightburn? John Wick 3 is way worse. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. I, I thought Brightburn was okay. I thought it had some problems. Oh, okay, I thought you really didn't like it. No, it was okay. I just thought it could have been so much better. Mm. That's one of those movies where I watch it and I'm like, you should let me make it. <laughs> Maybe that's just my ego coming out. But yeah, uh, John Wick 3 I did not like at all. Yeah. The story was so dog shit. I wanted to like scream, but <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah, I don't know. I get the action is great, but that's not enough anymore. It was a uh, definitely a step down. Oh, can I ask you when this movie came out? Doom Annihilation. Oh, that was oh, this year. Christ, but yeah, we didn't it finish did. it. it okay, did come out if we would have finished it. There was no way. Possibly, yeah. there was, was no rough. way. That was that was worse 
it was like you was, just paid for the name Doom, right? Like for this. Remember script. how earlier we were talking about levels? Yeah. Some people are on the Doom Annihilation levels. And if you get what I'm saying, Doom Annihilation levels. And then some people are on the fanatic levels, like us. <laughs> <laughs> we're a step above, though, buddy. <laughs> a step above. We got John Travolta. We got John Travolta. Do we? Hey, dude, I would instantly <laughs> cast John Travolta if he wanted to be in one of my movies. Oh, absolutely. I mean, come on. It, with all, like, in some respect, the fact that John Travolta was in it did make it a lot more bearable and watchable, right? All yes. you got to do is be Fred Durst. Yeah, well, it helps. Everyone gives it up for the nookie, Kelly. Didn't you know that? Well, he also had, he's like made some other movies that weren't bad. Like he's a kind of known. Mm. Fred Durst? Yeah, he had two other movies. Uh, I can't remember what they were. I I think they weren't that bad. Oh, what about uh, Paper Tigers Are Not Afraid? That would have been the one I picked, except Parasites. Parasites uh, literally could be a 10 out of 10. That lady liked our tweet. Yeah, but her movie's an 8 out of 10. It's really good. But. Parasite's like a 10 out of 10. It could be a 10 out of 10. Wow, that's pretty That's pretty <laughs> high up there, man. It's like old boy level good. Uh, you know, old, old boy's pretty damn good. Yeah, it was that good. So yeah, man. So speaking of good, buddy. Uh, John we... Witherspoon died. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I mean, that's really sad because I love that guy. Yeah, man. From uh, Friday. Yeah, he plays the dad in Friday and he's the grandpa from the Boondocks. Yeah, the grandpa, right? Yeah. So, I, and I think that's how most, like, younger people would know who John Witherspoon is. is yeah. Um, from the Boondocks. Yeah, and he's played some other stuff, um, but mostly that's what I would say he's more famous for would be. Yeah. Because he's like a Sam comedian as well. Was he? Yeah. I heard he was, like, really funny. Joe Rogan always talks about him. In fact, yeah. he talked about him on Kevin Spitz. Kevin Spitz. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Smith's uh, pod, yeah. Uh, the podcast. Yeah, episode. I've been watching the Boondocks, like, in honor of oh, him. Oh, really? And it, that's such a good show, dude. It's yeah. so good. You watched it? Uh, I've seen a few episodes. I mean, I never really got into it, but I could see why like people liked it. Yeah, like, you I, should I watch was it. Like, okay, yeah, you I seen it, Kylie. Oh yeah. It's kind of like a Samurai Jack. I never yeah. got into it, but it's like I can see why people respect it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Boondocks is probably better than Samurai Jack. It, I I wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, I've never just, seen either. There are just some episodes, dude. Stink meaner, man. <laughs> he's like this blind guy that he's just born to hate things <laughs> and he gets into a fight with uh with john witherspoon's character oh really and he ends up killing him in the fight and sends oh. him to hell oh my god <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> okay yeah but it's such a cool it's such a funny episode but hopefully he's not there now yeah so here's to you john witherspoon killing stink mina in heaven I think they actually Rest send him to heaven because he likes hell so much because he h- hates everything. <laughs> <laughs> like he's so full of hate. He's like so full of hate and spite that like sending him to heaven is a worse fate. <laughs> it's like there was like when he was a kid, he saw a rainbow and was just like, fuck you. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But he's yeah. blind. Yeah, he's I mean, he, <laughs> which is like the only way he could live because he hated looking at things so much. <laughs> <laughs> but he still drove. Mm. And he almost like runs over someone. He's like, some nappy head would be great. That would be would be a good good life if I ran them over. Some shit. He's also like super racist. So speaking of racist, we saw a short film called Desert Days. Oh, racist. Yeah, it has nothing to do with that. Uh. 
And it was made by uh, some good friends of ours. Good friends of ours starting their YouTube channel called The Monthly Dose. The YouTube channel is called First Take Films. Is that what it's called now? Yeah. Oh, yes. It was going to be called The Monthly Dose uh, because they wanted to do a short film every month, rotating positions and everything and kind of building a community. Uh, however, I think they realized that <laughs> it is very difficult to make any film and doing it every month was just a little too much right now. Yeah. Next year, we're going to have to have them on as guests. Yeah, for sure. Mm. It would be nice to really hear, hear their story. But yeah. So their first short came out called Desert Days. We just watched it. Yep. Directed by uh, Michael Barrett, our actor in Deadhead. He plays Kevin Lester's dad. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had Alex. Uh, he produced it. He plays, or he's going to be the uh, second unit camera guy for Deadhead for the uh, bigger pickup shots. And also John Reed. He was the uh, drone op in that, and he was also the drone op in our... And movie and also the uh, story writer and he was the uh he came up with the story and also he did the dp work on a jug at night so some good friends involved in that lots of experience cheryl Malty, and, uh, she was alec did hair and makeup and alec he was doing uh hair and makeup was it mm-hmm. okay yeah uh, I, I know he was yeah, doing special effects for sure tom you're shaking your head a lot what is, what was uh what do you have to say uh it's good do you want to sh- well should we uh, describe the movie at all? No, huh? We got it. We no, got to skip because it's, it's, it's so short. short. Go it's check short, it out. Yeah. See if you mm-hmm. like it. It's a very con. It's a very conceptual piece. It's just the concept is pretty heavy. So if you know the concept going in, maybe that takes away a little bit. So just go on blind. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. What did you think overall? Uh, it was nice. I think it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> good talk. <laughs> I appreciate the uh, the effort. <laughs> <laughs> they got an A for effort. <laughs> I think it was a good good first try. They made some choices I wouldn't have made, but you know that's okay. It's a great film. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten. God damn! Now that's a recommendation from Tom Casper over there. A big old ten out of ten. <sighs> yeah, I would say it was really missing some titties. Where were the titties at? <laughs> If they would have had that, it would have at least been a, a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Kylie, what did you think of the movie? You watched it with us. I did. Um, I thought it, it was really cool, uh, conceptual. For something so conceptual, I think I would have liked to see more kind of tight shots, really get in close. And I think they could have even pushed it a little bit more artistically. Kylie really is concept. sweet D, huh? This is her just being sweet. Aw. Bird! Because I would say... <laughs> oh, god damn it! <laughs> bird! <laughs> bird! Bird! <laughs> okay. Because I would say two things, um, and I think it about sums it up, is it was their first try, and yes. Hey, they got it done. Yeah, they got it done. It had a start and it had an end, and I understood the story. They did. There you go. They did the thing. Okay, so what else are we talking about? All right, so let's do, we, let's just let's do some fun some fun stuff. I mean, we're about to go off the air. No one's gonna listen to us for two months. That's gonna be a sign of reprieve for those li- weary listeners of ours <laughs> out there. Uh, what are you guys looking forward to for the end of the year? Uh, it's Christmas is coming up, Thanksgiving's coming up. You guys, looking oh, yeah. Forward what to are anything? your What are your plans? 
during the break. I'm working a lot. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Kylie, so what's yours? Uh, same. I mean, Tom happened to share the same peak season, roughly. Yeah, that's true. All so right. yours goes way longer because you go till like February. Yeah, it, it eases up. It, but that that like yeah. holiday break where kids are out of school, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, Stephen. Yeah. What you got? Well, buddy, let me tell you. Oh. Uh. Well, like actually, work is gonna end, and then I'm. I actually might have a gig in the summer in New Orleans doing uh sound mixing. Nice on a feature. So, and that'll be a month out. Or for a month. So I might have to say vacation time for that. But if that doesn't go through, which, you know, it's very possible <laughs> how it is. Uh, I would like to maybe take about a month off during winter and kind of fix up this place. Like before we come back, I really want to redo the studio, get the uh, acoustics all figured out, build us a table. Nice. Maybe have some new gear. Uh, you know, maybe yeah, we're definitely com- we're gear. definitely coming back with new gear in the new year. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and definitely getting to work on a jog at night. It would have been interesting if Grace was here because she was uh, one of the people I had to choose from for the short. And if she would have asked me, so how's that short going? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's only been three years. That's quite normal, right? Has it been three years for jog at night? Is it is. <laughs> I thought it was three years for Deadhead. No, Deadhead's going into his fourth year. Oh, shit, bitch. When you think about it, next year's 2020. And we shot oh. in 2016. Yep. Damn. We shot what... Deadhead in 2016. Yeah, we yeah. shot Juggernaut in 2017. Oh, shit. Or will have been four years ago. Yeah, but when we come back, whoa, it's a time flies. Time really does fly. Amazing. Yeah. Damn. I was 26 when we shot that movie. <laughs> God damn. I was just a boy when we shot Deadhead. <laughs> I was barely 16. God damn, it goes by so fast. <laughs> yeah, it does. Holy shit. Wow, you know what makes that one right? I can't even talk about it. <laughs> I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> That's, what can I say, Kylie? We podcast a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to talk a bit about... Uh, were there any more news? Do you guys have any news? Anything at all? <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think everyone's just drawing off now. All right, anything? Have any fun questions, you guys? Uh, yesterday was Halloween. Yesterday was Halloween. Yeah. And Kylie, you dressed up as our favorite character. Who did you dress up as for Halloween? Jennifer from Je- Deadhead. Oh my god, <laughs> can't talk. Uh, Kylie was doing some stand-in work for us uh, yesterday. We were doing yeah, some we were pick-up doing some shots. Pickups, yeah. How's that going? How's that going, buddy? What do you think? How'd you feel about yesterday? Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was kind of cool to be back in there and actually to see Kylie looking like Jennifer. <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of like, oh, yeah, we're, yeah uh, that's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was nice because we sh- we shot it on the Black Magic, so it was just real easy to move it around yeah. and everything. And hopefully we got some decent shots. I don't know. Um, some of the stuff you did at the college showing our lead actress go into her college classroom. Yeah. Uh, you had some good shots there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought we got some good stuff. Yeah. And it was interesting because one of some of the shots I wanted to get were like uh, streets, empty neighborhoods with like uh, someone walking alone. Yeah. And then we kind of get like a stalker shot, you know, like they're stalking that person. And it was kind of weird just me driving around be like, <laughs> oh, look at there's one alone. <laughs> oh, no, they saw me twice. We made eye contact. They know. So I was just, you know, I was kind of, it was 
I mean, I was getting in the mind of like uh, a killer there, you know, a little bit. <laughs> oh, shit. And I'll tell you this. It's kind of hard to be a serial killer. You know, once they make eye contact, you're busted. Oh, shit. You know, and then they see your car circle around. It's, it takes some real work there. <laughs> That's what I think, like, the, the ropes the and stuff are for. The what? The ropes and stuff. You just, like, you just gag them and, and you take them back and chop them up. Yeah, but people can see you all around. I have to go. Why? I'm, a, I'm, I'm out. We're not roping you, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We only kill people, not birds. <laughs> What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> we, we ain't we're we, saving you for Thanksgiving. <laughs> we ain't ortho- ornithologists. Is that why you've been fattening me up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steven just wants to stuff your turkey. Oh. Uh. Okay, so yeah. Oh yeah, it was you know it's really fun. Um one thing I was gonna talk about a little bit, it was there was some really depressing stuff. Um just like the lack of we wanted to get some trick-or-treaters. And then we wanted to get like some like Halloween decorated houses and just the sparsity. I saw like two trick or treaters. Yeah, literally. (laughs) And then they were just getting in their car to go somewhere. Yeah. And it was like, dude, where are all these people? Like, what the hell happened to the holiday? I feel like Halloween is dying in a sense. Like, would you were you guys getting that vibe? We literally drove around town looking for stuff to shoot. Well, it was also early. I, I I think it's weird, right? Because like with social media, you have people being so involved with each other's lives and like the sense of community. But then when it comes to like going out and doing stuff and being <laughs> involved with real people, no one's out there. Yeah. So what I'm saying is like, I think everyone's all excited about Halloween and celebrate like, look at this cool party. But I don't know, maybe they're just sitting at home <laughs> at alone, uh, sitting at home alone, you know, and because we barely even got any trick or treaters here. Yeah. You know, it wasn't. I mean, it was a good amount, but where we're at, it's like literally the best spot in the high desert. Yeah, we took Luke out and we could only find like five houses on two blocks. And it's like, what the hell happened to the holiday, yeah. man? So there's mm-hmm. this People weird like to... juxtaposition where like no one goes out for it. At least, yeah, trick-or-treating. Well, it seems like for for kids, parents are, I don't know, like a lot of parents are too afraid to take their kids out or send their kids out to strangers' houses. And... So you're saying it's all that stranger danger? A little bit, and then I think a lot of people just don't care to participate anymore. And then the final part of it is all the like trunk or treat and like shopping center trick or treat. Yeah, I did see some uh, places like there's a church, um, some corner, and I saw a bunch of kids getting canned soup. Yeah, so parents will just take their kids. (laughs) Canned soup. Yeah, not. God damn, that's depressing. (laughs) Yeah, they were at church, dude. Please, can I have some more? Get in the back of line, Oliver. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I think parents just take their kids to, like, the shopping centers and get, like, the guaranteed, like, every shop is going to be handing out good candy and well, then just go home. I just kind of miss, like, that adventure of it. Because I was hoping, yeah, like, because I was, like, yeah. when I remember being a kid, like, because I was telling, like, you guys, like, you guys, like, yesterday, I could barely remember any costumes or anything I was. Yeah. But I do remember just, like, walking door to door, like, literally mm-hmm. going door to door. Well, what if you were a kid and you only went to like five houses like Luke, but you thought <laughs> it was a bunch like, of different yeah. houses? I mean, maybe that's possible, but at the same time, it was like, I remember having just yeah, like, like bags I- of candy. Like, Luke got like six pieces. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was lame. Like, what the fuck? Where are all the white stuff? This is the best day of the year. The first time Where's I Where's all the hundred dollars? <laughs> I was supposed to get rich here. I was told they had money at Spring Valley Lake. I was going to get out of debt. I couldn't tell you how many houses I went to the first time I went trick-or-treating, like, alone. Because when I went with 
my family or our neighborhood was not didn't have kids, didn't have families, no houses were lit up, so we had to drive around to find good houses. But then I'd I'd go to friends' neighborhoods that had actual families that participated in Halloween. Do you think just other people are cooler and they just get invited to parties that we don't get invited to and probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's still like popping off like Yeah, I think safe? Halloween parties are definitely like but what's everyone's left just of the holiday. partying and we're just at home like, hey guys, I think everyone's bored like us. Huh? Yeah, definitely. We celebrate the spirit. We celebrate Halloween. We watch the nightmare before Christmas. That's yeah. a party for me. Yeah. Now, is that a Halloween movie, though, technically, or is it a Christmas movie? I would say it's both. It perfectly yeah. fits both. It's a Halloween movie no, about see, Christmas. I disagree. It's a Christmas movie. A Halloween movie. Nope. A Halloween movie a Christmas about movie. Christmas. Nope. They just happen to be in Halloween Town. No, it's a Halloween movie. La, 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 this, la. This is Halloween. This two against is one. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween, Halloween. Oh, Jesus. Yep. In this town, we all know everybody hails to the Tig Heil throne. Uh, <laughs> is that how it goes? No, that that was funnier. Uh, <laughs> all right, it was BlizzCon today. <laughs> Are you guys excited for Overwatch Two? Mm, I'm excited to free Hong Kong. Oh, uh oh. Oh, Blizzard's gonna ban me. <laughs> what about you, buddy? Uh, I don't really give a shit about all of that. Oh, right. Yeah, because uh, they fucked up a game called Diablo 3. Mm. And now they're <laughs> announcing a game called Diablo 4. They promised, buddy. They promised it would be better. Diablo 4 does look pretty good. Yeah, because Blizzard's great at cinematics. Diablo 3 <laughs> looks great. The, the gameplay, looked, they, they released some gameplay, too. It looked pretty cool. It looked, I don't know. It looked nice. It looked nice. That's. It looked bright. Bright? <laughs> I remember, you know what? I remember when I... I went to BlizzCon in 2008, and they, I think they had announced Diablo 3 the year before, but they were still working on it in 2008. So they were addressing the fact that people had complained that the Diablo 3 logo was too bright. Like the color, like yeah. the red was too bright. Do you remember that? Yeah. So that's when, during the opening ceremony, they released a new logo, supposedly, and it was just like rainbows and ponies. Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> Diablo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, they released the Rainbows and Ponies. Uh, yeah, they're like, think the one we gave you was too bright? Yeah, they doubled down on it. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing I want to talk about and I wanted to say was, Steven had mentioned it, the cinematics at Blizzard are just out of this world good. Like, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> here we go again. Like, it is just so damn good, man. Even the Overwatch one was pretty damn good. Yeah. Like, the, I was pretty impressed. I was like, God damn. They need to make, like, an Overwatch movie, TV show. Yeah, a lot of people... I mean, it's almost a, a TV, or an animated film. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are always asking for an Overwatch animated series. I mean, I'm sure Blizzard's like, we, it would cost way too much yeah, money. Yeah, there's We're no way they're going to... Maybe an animated mm-hmm. movie... But not a mm, series. Yeah, yeah, I know. This it is would probably suit Overwatch though. This is probably bullshit. But, that's a but lot. I, I remember reading once that uh, for every Blizzard cinematic, it's supposed to cost them like a million dollars a minute. Oh my god, to produce a minute. Yeah, that seems. I, I well, with the well with the well money. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. they're making fifteen dollars a minute on those subscriptions. <laughs> yeah, so I I don't know. That was just a rumor I remember hearing. Uh, 
like if, when they were doing the Battle for Azeroth stuff. That uh, was a great cinematic. the The new one for Shadowlands was cool, but the Battle for Azeroth, the best one oh, they've done would in piss, years. It would piss you off. Did you see the Shadowlands thing, the WoW thing? Uh, I, t- I told him about it. Oh. He didn't like it. Yeah, dude, they freaking. God, dude. I just stopped liking WoW a long time ago. I was like, really? We're killing the Lich King now? We're ripping well, his helmet didn't off? kill him. Right, but she destroyed his helmet, which yeah, is like... She, yeah. Well, okay. That's so what she, I told her. They're, she didn't they're kill, killing all the characters. She didn't kill Bolvar. Right. She killed the Lich King. Right. Who's the helmet, which is Nazgul, the, sh- the orc shaman. Yeah. His spirit is trapped inside the Iron Throne and the Iron... the. Ice crown castle. Iron throne something else. Oh wait, so it can ice crown. So then it's not really like the body. the The crown is a consciousness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when the when someone's wearing the crown, it's not them. It's that. It's both. It's a mix of both. Yeah, it's it's both. Okay. Like Arthas was still Arthas, but he was Arthas the Lich King. Yeah, which is the Nazgul guy. So it's like the two of them combined. And then, but he was evil. But when Bolvar put on the crown. He was like good, and he was able to fight the shaman. Yeah, he was able to control it. Yeah, keep the evil He's under like, wraps. Get back there, shaman! <laughs> <laughs> Get yeah. to work, shaman! <laughs> More <laughs> word! <laughs> More word! That's a good impression, Tom. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> Amazing. Hey, did they not enslave the orcs? They did. <laughs> and did the orcs not revolt? <laughs> the orcs down in Kazmodan do not agree. <laughs> Thrall literally means slave. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. why are you giving me dirty looks there, Kitty Catalyst? I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you were. That's just how I look at you. All right. So, yeah. So, uh, Blizzard Cinematics. Fantastic. So, Kylie, you're a, a graphic designer. What's that all about? <laughs> uh, what indeed? I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you want to know about it? I move a, I push a mouse around. All right. What are some of the aspects of your job that people don't realize graphic designers do? That's a good question. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So when it, when it when it comes to movie posters, I think some people don't realize just how much of a absolute Frankenstein monster movie posters are. There's so much photoshop there's so much layers it might be the actor's head on a stand-in's body it might be three different poses just slapped together to make the perfect pose that they want for the poster but they couldn't go back and reshoot it's it's pretty impressive when it you know sometimes we we catch these (laughs) sometimes we catch these uh photoshop um I guess, mess-ups, you know, where yeah. it's pretty obvious. Like, uh, one that I can think of is uh, for Captain America Civil War, the Black Widow character poster. Mm-hmm. She had really just weird, elongated proportions. And Are you saying Scarlett Johansson is not, in fact, Gumby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she looked like Gumby. And uh, that's just probably the result of Photoshop gone awry. Is so, it because they always last minute the female posters? <laughs> I can't speak to that. <laughs> so then would you say that most cinematic movie posters, theatrical release posters are just composites? 
Yeah, definitely in some way. I mean, some and of them. not really like people posing or shooting for the poster. It's just like still. Oh, no, no, no. Or... They are shooting for the poster. But um, there's. It's just a lot more fake than you would yeah. think. Yeah. You know, there it, it could be any number of things just from the studios wanting, you know, to change things and. They're not going to bring the actors back for a reshoot for a new photo shoot. So they're just going to mash up what they have into new poses. Or if they need to, they'll even just have a stand-in from the design studio do the pose that they need. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So from your memory, what's one of the best movie posters? And Mm. what's one of the worst? Mm, I can tell you right now that... That first Aquaman poster will forever piss me off. Oh, yeah, the one with the... Uh, I have not stopped ranting about The sharks it. behind them, right? Yeah, the sharks. sharks. Well, with, yeah, with all the... yeah. <laughs> Here's what pisses me off about it. It's, like, clearly, like, cut and paste, like, rendered, like, 3D rendered, like, ocean animals and orcas and stuff, and then there's, like, one shark that I've definitely seen on Getty Images. <laughs> Yeah, there's just, it's not good. And there's like a blue filter on Jason Momoa. It yeah. just doesn't right. look like he's naturally underwater. The Aquaman's the worst one. What's yeah. the best one? Uh, I mean, it's hard not to go with the uh, classic. Like, Vertigo is pretty amazing. So, and that is Saul Bass, right? Yeah, Saul, Saul Bass is amazing. And you don't really see illustrated movie posters like that anymore for three for theatrical releases, you only really see that for sort of uh, special art poster releases. Okay. So, Steven, do you have a favorite movie poster? No. Not new one of the Star Wars? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess it would have to be like a Star Wars poster, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, I guess A New that? Hope, because that, or not A New Hope, um, Empire Strikes Back, because that's like the most vivid one that I can think of. Or maybe some of the Indiana Jones posters, too. And I, I, yeah. I think those are all um, illustrated by the same guy. Uh, I can't think of his name off the top but of But like a lot of the 80s posters, I do like that that style where it has like a central figure that like takes up the predominance of it. And then it has a lot of the other side characters and some of the actions from the movies. And it's all drawn. You know, I love those kind of posters like the 80s. Um what about you, buddy? Uh, that I can think of, uh, man, I'm gonna have to go with like any Kubrick movie. Hmm. They have some of the coolest posters. Name a poster. Eyes wide shut. What's the poster for that? It's like the blue with the the flower on it, or something. Oh, it's a two eye, two eyes, or something, right? I don't know. I know the Clockwork Orange one. Yeah, hmm. the 2001 poster. So, Kylie, as the ship, would you say uh, Saul Bass is your favorite graphic designer for posters? Or who would be your standout? Yeah, well, it's hard to say because these days um, it's usually not one particular person. Or if there is one particular person, you probably won't know it. Most movie posters today, they get sent to a design studio or like an entertainment studio kind of the same thing that happens with trailers so usually there's a few few people working on it and probably like one main person who's touching it so 
Yeah, I saw Bass, and then um, I, I just looked up the name of the person I was looking for. John Alvin, I think. Looking up facts? We, <laughs> don't, <laughs> we don't present any facts on this podcast. <laughs> oh, what I wanted to say was, there oh, were, no, he, oh, I actually had two movie posters growing up ones. on my door. and Or actually, not one's a video game poster and one's a movie poster. And it was Army of Darkness and Evil Dead 4. Or Resident Evil 4. Yes, we, Evil Dead 4. Army of Darkness and Resident Evil 4. I had those two movie posters. Nice. And Army, the Army of Darkness poster is pretty sweet. Yeah, that's a really great one. How many times did you masturbate to it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, too many. It okay. didn't even need tape to stick on the door after a while. <laughs> Drew Struzan, that's the name I was looking for. He, he did a lot of movie posters. More than 150, it says here. So that's uh, Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, Star Wars, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, he's probably the best one then. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> well, very prolific. Well, I like Saul Bass a lot. Um, Kylie turned me on to him, and I do like it a lot. Yeah, Saul so, Bass is very specific, and he he did a lot of he did a lot of uh, <laughs> intro sequences as well, like the like Psycho. That was a big one. Oh, okay, that he did. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, uh, Kylie, what are your three favorite movie poster fonts? Mm. Uh, <laughs> since you are the font queen I mean in, Terminator <laughs> I can tell you the three most used ones no well, I, I want to know your favorite <sighs> we don't care about the used ones we want to be different here what makes a good font well truth be told the best one letters Lord of the Rings the best one is going to be one that is completely custom made <laughs> The Lord of the Rings font is pretty cool, right? Really? Yeah. Lord of the Rings? Yeah. That's a cool it font. Is, it is. No, uh, Peter the, Jackson <laughs> drew that font all by himself. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. Yeah, no, the, the best one is definitely going to be custom made for the film. Mandy. Okay, someone can't custom make these like Jurassic Park fonts. Yeah, Maybe some, something someone that, did. No, I know. <laughs> We're not going to... Uh, an amateur filmmaker is not going to be able to pay someone to do that. Yeah. So what about like... Common fonts that you I'll can't. Okay, so, so, okay. I, will, <laughs> I, like I will tell you what the 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 top two most used movie fonts are, and they're most used because they they work. And you're honestly not, unless you're a designer, you're probably not gonna really know this. But uh, today, the most used movie font is probably Bank Gothic, and you're gonna associate that font with like sci-fi and action movies, like. Uh, I knew about a year before Gemini Man was released that Bank Gothic was going to be used somewhere in that movie. They didn't end up using it for the title treatment, but they used it for like the release date and other text on the posters. Bank Gothic is definitely something that you would associate with a Will Smith type of film. In fact, I think iRobot used Bank Gothic. Uh, what, what font did Eyes Wide Shut use? I don't know. <laughs> um... The best one. <laughs> the second most used movie font is going to be Trajan. And that one, it used to be used for kind of like everything, like all sorts of movies. Today, it's most commonly seen in horror movies. Uh, like The Conjuring, for example, I believe uses Trajan. It, <laughs> uh, I didn't know that movie had text. I think I did. <laughs> uh, I was trying to see if I used it on one of the posters I made. Um... I think I used Trajan on one of the early Deadhead posters. Okay. It's it's definitely... No wonder the movie didn't sell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing about those fonts is that they are, like, kind of overused. 
choice, but at the same time, it's a safe choice, and nobody's really gonna notice or judge you for using those fonts for your movie. You mean Times New Roman is out? Times New Roman is out, unless you are writing a book report. So let me ask you, for filmmakers at our level, let's say someone is coming out with a feature film, should they pay a graphic designer to make a poster for them? Or do you think someone can research it a little bit and be able to come out with something decent on their own? Like, should it be a real consideration for the expenses? I think they should because it can be a big part of selling your movie and marketing it and coming across as professional. It's kind of a first impression in a lot of places. So it's definitely something to consider. Um, It's very easy to make something that looks incredibly unprofessional and therefore turn people off of your movie if if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting you say that because there was this production company called Canon Films, and they were notorious for making just like terrible B, ultimate B movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But... What the guy would do to sell the movie and get the funding is he would invest in a poster Mm. and he would have the people he wanted already and he would put all of his money into a poster and he would use it as a marketing tool. He'd be like, look, this is the movie we're making and here's all the actors and you can get a piece of this too. And then they would go in on it and then they would make the film. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, honestly, it's kind of incredible even seeing like the jump between like high-level student work to professional entertainment design work. So, Kylie, what got you interested in in uh, graphic design? Yeah, why graphic design of all things? <sighs> why, indeed. Uh, I mean, I've always been artistic from a young age. I always liked to draw. I was actually interested in fashion design at some point. Then I discovered that you had to sew, and I am not about that at all. So, uh, I think, um... You didn't think you'd have to sew making clothes? I just wanted to draw the clothes and then someone else could make them. Of course you gotta make the goddamn clothes! <laughs> well, I learned that, you know. You should have been a writer. <laughs> at, at age eight. <laughs> yeah, I think, um... Sometime, like, middle school or something, I learned... <laughs> I started learning Photoshop and... I just started making stuff online and uh, over the years throughout like high school and uh, whatnot, I would make graphics for live journal and Tumblr and like forums. Um, so let me, so then from what I'm gathering, was this really like, is this really something you enjoy or is it just you kind of naturally transitioned into it? I kind of transitioned into it, but because I enjoyed it. Okay. Interesting. Like it, it, you know, I've always had, I've always been artistic and I've always been like, I've always been looking for some sort of outlet. And this one was a, kind of one that came naturally to me. And you feel like graphic design fulfills that, that aspect of doing art because so much of the graphic design is client based, right? Mm-hmm. So even with that, you still feel like it's a good outlet? Yes and no. Doing client work can be kind of like soul-sucking, okay, mindless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Um, 
But at the same time, it is kind of nice to not have that pressure to be looking for that creative inspiration from myself. Mm. Like it, it kind of takes some of the pressure off when I know exactly what needs to be done and I just need to do it. And the client has a vision and I just need to bring that vision to life. So does a graphic designer ever wish for the project where they're allowed to just have full free reign? Oh, or do, yeah. or do, do graphic designers always want some sort of constraints to kind of make it a little easy? Like, does that help to make it at, at all any easier? Uh, I mean, even when we have, like, free range, there's still almost always some sort of constraint. Well, yeah, but you know? I mean, like, I'm in a desert day. <laughs> <laughs> like, even if... Even if the- <laughs> Sorry. Even if a client comes to me and says, I have a project for you. You can do whatever you want artistically. They're still going to be like, this is the name of the event or the company or the project. Well, yeah. I mean, this of is course like the, you need a name. The the date, like the, here's like, you know, what it is. You know, there's always going to be that, like what it is and when it is or Stuff like that. That's always going to be the constraint. Or the constraint is going to be, we need a poster that's this size. But that's a little too technical. Like, obviously, yes. But I mean, like, we want it to be these kind of colors, this Mm -hmm. kind of thing, fill in the gaps. Yeah. Maybe a little bit paint by numbers versus whatever the fuck you want. Like, uh, Ridley Scott smashing computers for the Apple commercial, right? And there's some, like, chick (laughs) running and authoritarian men be like, ah, give me an apple. Yeah. But he asked you, okay, that's her answer. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> okay. No, I mean, okay. So the answer is, yeah, sometimes uh, it is nice to have the constraints because I don't really have to think too hard about it. I just have to make their vision come to life. Even if sometimes I don't necessarily think best or if I'd really like to do something else sometimes it's just easy to kind of like not have to think too much but it's also if there's too much of that it can get really just kind of droning and boring so so you always need to to change it up then yeah it's nice to get a that occasional change up to flex the creative muscles you were saying that you liked being creative so what are some of the other outlets are you interested in in filmmaking or writing or Anything else or just graphic design is your thing right now? Um, it's, uh, photography is kind of up there. I don't, I don't know. I have a hard time considering myself like in a professional level, but I have done photography professionally. But when it comes to photography, I almost, I think I like doing event photography more than like fine art photography. I, I like capturing a moment more than setting up a moment. Is that why you like Instagram so much? I guess I haven't posted on Instagram in like six months. Everybody look at me. I haven't posted on Instagram in six months. But Well, if I looked as pretty as you, I I would um, do so. Aww. Aww. Hey, big boys, give me some money if you want my pennies. Oh, yeah, I do that too. Only $25. (laughs) That's cheap. Yeah. (laughs) You're a saint. I'll sell some foot pics. I got some weird feet. Ugh. You heard it here first, guys. Feet pics. Blood Kylie Marina. <laughs> How much do you charge for your feet pics? Yeah, what's a good price? I would what's say the, like, what's the what's the going rate? Maybe like those three, feet, you could get some good money. Maybe, <laughs> maybe like ten bucks a picture. Ten bucks. No, you could do better. 
You think Thanks. you can do better than that? Would feet people be interested if you sold socks that you wore? Oh, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah? You know, you got to show them up your asshole or something right, first. Well, I don't know about all that, guy. <laughs> Kelly, why I, don't you put those socks out of it? I don't think I want to do that. Here goes my foot model dreams. Oh, I think you can still sell the feet pigs. You just don't have to sell the butt socks. Mm. I think you're okay. Yeah, just don't shove the socks up your ass. <laughs> all right. You got to draw a line somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I love it when when like people, women take it like agency to like just go out there and make a business for themselves. I, I thought you, you were gonna say when women just shove socks up their asses. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. I mean, that's great too. I just buy them left and right. <laughs> I love. Is these, that a sock in your ass? I Is love that these, a sock in your ass? I, I got a pair of ass socks. <laughs> uh, I spent thirty dollars on ass socks. <laughs> Keep them always next near me. Ass socks. Did I get that trademarked? Yeah, yeah, maybe. We'll get it. We'll what make, would you ever? We'll either get some merchandise, Twin ask, Shadows merchandise, ass socks, <laughs> and ask, ask with a picture of Kylie uh, <laughs> modeling the socks. Just like Vanna White. Just, <laughs> hmm. like a super tight, a super tight of her feet. She's out of focus, and it's just like these socks dripping and shit. And then the, the next shot is like your hairy ass with the sock oh. sticking out of it. <laughs> That's the back of the shirt. <laughs> That's disgusting. Tom's hairy ass. So yes. let me ask mine. you a question, buddy. Yes. And you don't have to answer this <laughs> yeah, if it is too much. Have you ever purchased used women's panties? No, I haven't. I've never really? found I've never found the interest. How about you, Steven? <laughs> I have purchased three of them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's nice. Do you, do you sniff them? Uh we will leave that out of the conversation. <laughs> do you wanna do you want to contextualize that for the rest of the class? No, don't do it. <laughs> no, we'll just leave it at that. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh man, I've, I've never mind. <laughs> I got some. You want to sniff later, buddy? <laughs> God, you still have some, don't you? I do, and they got skin marks. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh God! And the worst part is, oh God, I got drunk at a party and I wore them on my head. When I had just purchased them. I'm and then I took it you. off and I was like, oh, fuck, it's got skin marks. You literally that did. was on my head, god you, damn it. You're literally dating that Japanese panty thief <laughs> anime character. I'm breaking up with you. What? That was funny. Panties on your head? Oh, that's that hilarious. Funny. That's hilarious. He's supporting women on for entrepreneurship. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah, dude, that was great. Let's read that script. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to go to your script, and your script is called... Uh, what is it called? The Rise of the Red Sonia Gang. Mm. It's pretty short. I almost didn't write anything. What? And I was like, wait, I really need to write something. <laughs> so I cranked this out in 20 minutes. Nice. And this, again, is The Rise of the Red Son- Sonja? Sonia. Sonia? Sonia. Why isn't there a why? I don't know. I just copied it from the internet. <laughs> Sonia Gang by Tom Casper. Okay. Uh, there's three characters. There's Sonia, which Kylie's going to play, I'm guessing. If you want to play a man, you can do that, too, I guess. That'd be Bobby. Yeah, she's no, Bobby. No, you'd be fucking Sonia. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. <laughs> she's Bobby. God. All right. Uh, Steven, you should play Sam and Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> and what, you're just going to do the action lines? I guess I could play one. Yeah. I'll play Bobby. Okay. Sam's the younger one. And who do you want to read? Um, I'll read the action lines. Okay. 
It's dude. <laughs> Wait, are you gonna talk like that? Oh, uh, so a quick rundown of the story. This why do you is... why do you sound so depressed? Okay, a quick one down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never uh, mind. Now you don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, shit. You gotta smile, buddies. Are are you sad because we're coming to the end of the season? <laughs> yeah, I'm sad. Okay, a quick rundown of the story. <laughs> this is my uh, warriors. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. Okay. So think of it with that kind of setting. Exterior, Alley, 92nd Street, Night, Sonia, 25, Sam, 22, and Bobby, 25, are all running down an alley. They were being chased all seem out of breath. I'm out of breath. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow, that's a really good script then. The three are wearing ripped up red sweaters, matching black combat boots and black tank tops. They are the Red Sonya gang. Sam, Bobby, stop. We should be good. Both men stop, holding their knees, panting. Sonya moves in front of them. Goddamn, that was close. Fucking green cobras. When did their gang get so damn big? Am I Sam? Yeah. Uh, what's, wh- who's, what, what is Sam's character? <laughs> God, who is Sam? He's like the young new guy. That's like a hot Those shot. Those bitch-ass snakes! Cut me up a little! <laughs> Sam lifts his sweater. A thin slice runs down his side. A small trail of blood drips to the ground. Fuck! It ain't that bad. You'll live. Sonya runs her finger down the cut. Sam winces, pulling back a bit. Sonya lifts her bloody finger to her lips. Bobby has an angry look on his face. You gonna be all right, Sammy boy? You know I'm good. Shit! We got chased all the way to 92nd Street, goddammit! Screaming sister territory be on guard. We got a long walk back. Sonya looks down where they came from. Sees that no one is still chasing them. Sam, you're not gonna slow me down. I wouldn't dream of it, Sonya! Good. We gotta move. It's already late. Three, maybe four a.m. The trio make their way down the alley. Bobby, you a bit jealous? What? No fucking way. Good. (laughs) Sonya pretends she didn't hear and runs ahead of the three. Sam walks next to Bobby. What's going on? Nothing. You all right, little guy? I'm fucking three years younger than you. Get over it. That's three years living on these streets, surviving. You could learn a thing or two. Bobby motions to us, cut. You are rash, rushing in. Gonna get yourself killed. Sonia was getting jumped. Of course, I want to protect her. She doesn't need protection. You haven't been around long enough, but she could rip that fucking snake head off if she wanted to. Sonia smiles, listening, and... All right, boys. That's <laughs> enough. Keep moving. Cut to exterior, 92nd Street, night. The screen is empty. Trash, graffiti, and busted-up cars line the road. Old brownstone apartment buildings with boarded up windows and dumpster fires guide the trio. God, been forever since I've been to this shit part of town. Keep quiet. Sonia kneels behind one of the busted up cars. A couple of women are walking down the street. One is holding a bat. The other has a chain. Sisters, patrolling the block. Must have heard those loud fucking cobra bastards chasing us. Sam winces, leaning (laughs) over to see. What's the plan? Let them pass. Last thing we need is another scrap. It's just too we could take them quick. No need starting something with another gang. Stay still. The two sisters, wearing their hair tall with black lips and all black clothes, turned down the alley where the trio had just been. Quietly. Now go. The trio make their way down the street. Sam trips over a bottle. 
shattering it, making lots of noise. God damn it, kid. The screaming sisters start screaming. <laughs> or, I don't know how girls scream. Yeah. Running out of the alleyway, instantly spotting the trio. You want to be the screaming sister, Steven? Oh, fuck. Um, hmm, how should she sound? Like a crazy screaming woman. <laughs> I should try to sound. Fucking red soldier! <laughs> we can get one out of them. I just got that pretty blonde head of yours. Sonia walks into the street. Sam picks up the broken bottle. Moves. Wait, Bobby moves next to Sonia. What? Tom, you gotta work on your syntax. The fact you rotten snatches even think oh, you got a shot. Oops. <laughs> Bobby, what do you think? A fucking joke, ma'am. Seriously. Hilarious. Pisses off the sisters and they charge across the street at the trio. <laughs> Sam, stay back. We got this. Sam looks pissed, but listens to his leader. Which one do you want? The loud mouth over there. The, lo <laughs> the loud mouth with a bat swings at Sonia, who expertly dodges, grabbing her bat as it swings past the sister, loses her footing, and Sonia kicks her leg out, causing her to fall. This is what your gang can do? Fucking sad. The loud mouth screams in pain, and Sonia grabs her bat from her and knocks her in the head. <laughs> Bobby gets hit in the face with the chain. He takes the hit, squeezes a small girl, and bear hugs her. Sonia comes over, dripping with blood. The blood dripping down Bobby's face. What should we do with you? I got an idea. Oh no. Get that shit out of your head. Sonia takes the bat and cracks her across the skull. Bobby tosses her aside, picks up the chain and hands it to Bobby. It, it wasn't like that. You know how I feel. Sonia smiles. Feels good to piss you off. She leans over and gives him a quick kiss on the head where he got what hit. What the hell's going on over there, you two? <laughs> it's your line. <laughs> Holy shit! We gotta get the fuck out of here! You good, Bobby? Sam? Hope you both can run. Both men nod and take off after Sonia, who was already running down the street. The screaming sisters lay on the ground, unconscious. Fade out. To be continued, question mark? So, 20 minutes, huh? <laughs> yeah. And we were talking about <laughs> Desert of the Days, huh? <laughs> so, uh, what did you think, uh, Kylie? How was the, uh, how was it? It was fun. Yeah. Okay. I thought they were, they could, I could have kept writing, but I literally was, I wrote it like, yeah, twenty minutes before I left work, <laughs> and I, I printed it at three thirty. Nice. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. I think I need to introduce you to my friend Grammarly. No, that's gonna slow me down. He refuses to edit while he <laughs> writes. Oh, okay. That's how I can write a, an eight-page script in twenty minutes. It stops his stream of conscious writing. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. The second I stop, I just stop writing. <laughs> Method to the madness. Yes. All right. Plus, if it sucks, I just throw it in the trash. <laughs> well, there you go. Fair enough. <laughs> well, if you guys would like to listen to more of that story, give us a shout out and I'll write the next part of the Red Sonia game. Yes. All right. Everything. Well, I guess that's, that's, that's about it. it, huh? So long. Farewell. When Shadow's gonna say goodbye. Aww. We Rip. will be back. In January time. <laughs> and if you're sad, don't be because you don't exist. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. That is true. We don't have any listeners. So. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. Any well, last words? next time. Rip. Cut. <laughs>